Welcome to Washington in Focus. I'm your host, Brett Davis, the Center Square's Washington State Editor. Joining me today is investigative reporter T.J. Martinell. Uh, today, we're going to be discussing uh, more about the Sex Offender Policy Board and its recommendations to the state over the years. Uh, in fact, this week, you penned two articles on the subject. Your first story is about the board uh, last year recommending treatment over jail time for child pornography. Tell us what you found. Well, what I found was a report that they put out in 2022 regarding this topic. And I really recommend that people go read the report. It's linked to my story, which you should be able to find. And the arguments that they're making is that these people are otherwise perfectly normal and that this is not something that should be a jailable or uh, an offense that you should be put in prison for, that treatment is more preferable. And they also are trying to differentiate between distributing and possessing compared to actually making it. So they think that there's a difference in the type of people that that actually make this kind of material and the people who distribute it and view it. So they have any actual evidence to back up this position? Or what are they basing that on? One of the issues that goes on is you're dealing with people who got caught. Right. You're not dealing with people who just... Who, who actually are involved. And this is something that, I, that I've that i been thinking about with other stories involving sex offenses is that if there's a murder, it's pretty easy to know if there was a murder. Right. But a lot of sex crimes do not go reported. And so, yeah, I mean, there, you, we've heard famous cases of where people have been found after they died that they abused hundreds of children, how many of them that didn't go, come forward. So it's all underreported. I think um, the other thing is that is I would have people put themselves in the position of a parent whose child is a victim of this kind of stuff and somebody's out there distributing it on the internet and they get caught and the state says, yeah, they shouldn't be in jail. They should just be getting treatment. And depending on how that pans out, that there's not going to be restrictions in terms of where they can live – this is where it's like, again, they're trying to make it seem like this is just a alternative lifestyle type thing that and it almost seems like it's destigmatizing. I think the 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 most when I use the word interesting, I'm it's because I don't know of another word to use, but they also want to decriminalize or make create treatment or diversion for people caught in Internet sex things. This is where an adult is communicating with what they believe is a minor online and is trying to groom them for potentially sexual activity. And it turns out to be undercover police officers or law enforcement and they get arrested and, you know, charged. They're saying that these people should also be treated the same with diversion rather than um, jail. Yeah, you mentioned that you actually quote from the report where it says the best available evidence indicates individuals whose behavior is limited to viewing, possessing, duplicating, disseminating or exchanging illegal Internet depictions are at low risk of reoffending. Is that is that true? Well, I reoffend define reoffending. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's interesting. I read a. 2008, I believe, report from the Sex Offender Policy Board. So this was a long time ago. Right. And it was talking about the decrease in sex offenses in Washington State. And one of their conclusions was because they locked up all the sex offenders. They just incarcerated them and they kept right. them in prison for a long time. So I think that this is kind of being treated like there's a victimless crime when there's 
somebody distributing this kind of stuff, there is a victim involved. I mean, we're talking about crimes against children here that are being uh, distributed. It's like the analogy I gave in in another interview is that if you had a, a guy on video physically, you know, attacking his own child and somebody took, got a copy of the video and started distributing it across the internet, we would, we wouldn't see him as like, you you don't look at that as treatment. It's saying you're making it available for more people to see um, a young child's being victimized. And, you know, now that's out on, that's out there on the internet. They're, their crime is now somewhere where it's going to be permanently available for other people to see in perpetuity. Right. A repeated victimization as it were. Right. It's repeated victimization. So it's, it's just interesting that this is like how they frame it. They also say in the report, they, they don't come out and say it precisely or explicitly, but they very much are implying that, the increase in the availability of this material is actually contributing to the to a decline in child sex um, abuse. Wow, is what they're arguing. Interesting take. Well, I think the problem with that is is that that material is child sex abuse. Right. Uh, your story also mentions you uh, reached out to the Washington Association of Sheriffs and Police Chiefs about this, and they had some interesting things to say. Tell us about that. Yeah, they actually wrote a letter that was because they're on the sex offender policy board and as. Uh, mandated by state law and they wrote a letter discussing this these recommendations the one of them they voted in favor of that had to do with diversion for uh distribution and possession with caveats they said look um if it's going to make meaningful intervention and engage the individual in treatment if the key word in their report is if but they have problems with having uh internet sexting arrestees being given treatment or being treated like there's there's no victim of all like this is a predator who is grooming children for potential abuse right uh you followed up that story with uh, another one in which you got in touch with the ranking republican on the house community safety justice and reentry committee uh representative gina mossbrucker what did she have to say about the sex offender policy board's recommendations pertaining to child pornography She's obviously opposed to it, which is not surprising. But one of the things I was curious in finding out is whether or not this has any political uh, political chance of getting anywhere. And as far as what she said, it's a political non-starter for right now. There's just not enough votes. And also no one wants to be the one to be the prime sponsor behind any bill that would enact these recommendations because the sex offender policy board has no – authority to change existing state law that they can only make recommendations to the legislature. So were you able to get a hold of a committee chair, Brad Goodman? I could not get a hold of Representative Goodman, who is the chair of the committee and to whom the report was sent. And he has been basically silent on all the stories that I've written. Kind of reminds me of a board chair, Brad Mary, who made a big stink about getting in touch with him on any follow up stories and then did not respond to any of your phone calls or emails. Yeah. And what's interesting with good uh, representative Goodman is there were several bills introduced this session that had to do with less restrictive alternative housing for convicted sex offenders. Uh, one of them would have imposed a moratorium 
on them. Another would have required the Department of Social and Health Services to inform communities when those housing is opening. Both those bills didn't even get a public hearing. And as we've discussed in prior podcasts and in prior stories, that's been a focus of recommendations by the Sex Offender Policy Board to make it easier to have them put in communities and without community uh, notice or public hearing. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For TJ Martinell, this is Brett Davis. Please subscribe and thanks for listening. 